0: Grace and mercy and peace be unto you from God our Father and from our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The text for today comes from Luke chapter 4. Jesus unrolled the scroll and found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, and to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And he rolled up the scroll and gave it back to the attendant and sat down, and all the eyes in the synagogue were fixed on him. And he began to say to them, Today, the scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. Dear friends in Christ, you will notice a heading at the top of your bulletin that makes you note that this is not just another service. So concordantly, I need to tell you that this is not just another sermon. For this sermon, I have planned something flashy, something exciting. First, fireworks. <laughs> Thank you, Corey. <laughs> Perhaps the uh, IT technicians are better than the pyrotechnicians that I hired, but in order for this not to be just any sermon, I have prepared a host of funny stories to capture your attention, a list of foods that Jesus ate from the scriptures that you can eat as well to make your digestive system highly efficient. I have derived from the Bible an economic plan called, in charge of the money like Judas, don't get hung up. This will fill your wallet and your bank account to the brim. On top of all that, I have a workout plan called, walk like Jesus, get lean like the Lord. And to end all of this, I have a module on living light. No mad living, no foxhole, no nest, no place to lay your head, no problem. The fact of the matter is is that this is just another sermon. Much like the one you heard last week and much like the one you will hear next Sunday. Here it is, dear friends. We are sinners. Sinners in desperate need of a Savior. We in no way can fulfill God's law or pay for our own sin, so God in love sent his Son to take on flesh and to die on the cross for all of our sins. Three days later, Jesus rose from the dead to proclaim his victory over sin, death, and the devil, and for our sake takes his rightful place at the right hand of God the Father. Sorry, I don't have pyrotechnics, I don't have plans, I don't have props to make this sermon not just another sermon. Wouldn't it be great, though, if Jesus were here in the flesh to preach to you today, to be truly present, to proclaim the goodness of God like he is present to teach in his hometown of Nazareth in today's gospel lesson. Jesus comes into his hometown, now a bit famous, and the people of Nazareth have heard of the miracles that Jesus did at Capernaum. And so he is expected to bring some teaching in the local synagogue. For the local synagogue in Nazareth, this is not just another service. Their hometown boy and rabbi has made a name for himself with miracles and has come home now. And they expect that he is going to do something miraculous in church for them to see. So what does Jesus do? Certainly something unexpected. When he takes the scroll of Isaiah, he says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor, he has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Then Jesus sits down and says, Today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. This is the ultimate mic drop. Jesus tells them that this prophecy that speaks of the Messiah and his ministry on earth Is fulfilled in him can you imagine that can you imagine if Ethan or Max or Peter came up to this pulpit and said I am the Messiah what would our church say to that that would not just be another service the family and friends of Jesus in Nazareth have heard Jesus say that the prophet Isaiah proclaims him to be the Messiah This certainly turns out to be not just another service for those Nazarenes. As their eyes are upon him and they marvel at his words of grace. But their marvel, it soon turns to bewilderment as they say, Is this not just Joseph's son? Or to put it more plainly, how can this man who grew up among us, this son of a carpenter, how can he be the Messiah? Jesus, knowing their thoughts, says of them, You will say what we heard you did at Capernaum, do here in your hometown as well. You see, Jesus, like the prophets before him, in bringing the word of God to his people, is rejected. This is not just another service for the Nazarenes, for Jesus himself is present, and they do what the Jews have done with God's prophets before Jesus. They will do with Jesus as well. They want to kill him. Jesus says Elijah was sent to Zarephath the widow and Elisha to Naaman the Syrian because Israel would not have them. So a Gentile woman and a Syrian man received the prophets of God as Israel rejected them. So again now they reject not just the prophet in Nazareth but the very Son of God. This is no longer just any service as they quite understand what Jesus is saying that the prophets were rejected and so they shall reject Jesus. The worshipers are filled with wrath and being so filled with wrath they don't end the service with a benediction but a killing. They drive Jesus to the brow of the hill to throw him down except that Jesus' hour has not yet come. So he walks from the midst of them and journeys on his way And Jesus' journeys will lead to another crowd and another hill. And that crowd, on a hill called the Skull, there they shall kill him. Why won't they have him? Why won't they have Jesus? He speaks words of grace to them, good news for the poor, liberty for the captives, sight for the blind, and the Lord's favor. And yet, they want to kill him, those churchgoers. But that's not us. The truth is, is that Jesus is present with us in this divine service. And he speaks his words of grace to you. As he said to the Israelites in the synagogue, so he says to you, I have come to free you from your sin, to open your eyes to see, to tell you, you the poor in spirit, that I have saved you by my death and resurrection. And that the favor of the Lord is upon you. Jesus was and is the fulfillment of prophecy, and through his miracles, through his ministry, through his teaching, he was releasing creation from the bonds of sin and disease and death and restoring it. And with eyes of faith and ears to hear, we see the Lord say to us in this divine service, behold, I am making all things new today. Jesus is the Messiah who has come for you. Your sins are forgiven this day because he came to die on the cross for you and rise for you. The promise of the patriarchs, the promise of the prophets, is fulfilled in Christ. And today, it is fulfilled in your hearing. The people of Nazareth, they wanted miracles, and Jesus didn't give it to them. So they rejected him, wanting him dead. But you, you by the waters of your baptism and the power of the Holy Spirit, have received him. And thus you have received the gifts of forgiveness and life and salvation. John tells us, Jesus came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gives the right to become the children of God. That's you, dear friends, called in the waters of your baptism to be his child, and you have in those waters received forgiveness and life and salvation. This sermon it's just another sermon. But it is the sermon that you will hear Sunday after Sunday from me. Jesus is here in your midst. Your sins are forgiven. Come to the table and eat and drink his body and blood and be forgiven and strengthened unto life everlasting. The work that Christ bega- began in your baptism is sustained in the eating and drinking of his flesh and blood and the hearing of his word. And it will be completed. When Jesus comes again to gather you and take you home as a hen gathers chicks under her wings, your sins are forgiven and salvation is yours. Thanks be to God. Amen. And now let us pray. The peace of God which passes all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in and through Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen. Hi, Pastor Sai here. I hope this message was encouraging for you. Riverbend Lutheran Church, our goal is to support Christians in their daily walk with God and in proclaiming the love of Christ to a lost and broken world. We're a small and inviting congregation welcoming any and all who are sinful, hurting, seeking or simply broken. Whether you're already a Christian and are looking for a church home or you're undecided about your faith and looking for answers, you are welcome here. We have a number of programs for all ages and walks of life. Sunday mornings we have worship followed by educational programs for all ages. Please join us. For more information, you can visit us online at www.riverbendlutheran.com, call us at 780-430-7382, or email me at pastor at riverbendlutheran.com. Better yet, stop in for a visit. Until then, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with His favor and grant you His peace.